So yeah, from employed to self-employed, we've both been self-employed now for a little bit of time, but I've mm -hmm. been self-employed, I would say less than you, mm -hmm. right? I've been yeah. officially self-employed since January of this year. When did, when was your like first self-employment? I know you've jumped back and forth in between yes. like employment and self-employment, but well, when was your first, but like, oh. let's say after 18 years old. After, yeah. <laughs> after 18. Um, I think it was, God, the years are going to get me 2019, Okay, November of 2019, maybe 2018. I think it was 2018. Okay. But about six years ago was your first self-employment. What was, what was that? Yeah. So one? that was uh, Lupe watches. Okay. So that was uh, a company that I had bought yeah. um, when I had left Chipotle. Uh, so I, it was a small e-commerce store and I bought it. And then that was, um, my first, I guess like three months stint into, uh, self-employment. Gotcha. And then you went to true green after that, correct? Yes. Which that's is a sales rep. Technically self-employment in a way. I mean, it's yeah, under a company, of. but you create your own income in a sense. Kind of. It did out. have a good base, but yeah, the, the commission part, um, very similar to self-employment. Like yeah. if you aren't going out and getting deals, you really don't make much money. I feel like really any commission job, uh, you should treat as self-employment in yeah, general. Almost. Like promote yourself. Like you, promote, yeah. Yeah. Like you are running that business function almost. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for going and getting the sales. Yeah. You just don't have the responsibility of creating the product or service. Yeah, bookkeeping and yeah. marketing <laughs> and all of that stuff. Um, cool. Well, my first experience, I guess technically was like my first little lawn care business. Um, I just don't count that. that. That was 2019. Wow. wow. Right around hey, the same time. Look yeah. at that. The parallels. Yeah, 2019. Um, started that little business, did that. But I just don't call it self-employment because I didn't treat it as like its own thing. Like it just wasn't. A side hustle. Exactly. Yeah. It was a side. I think side hustles and self-employment are totally different. Yeah. I mean, they are. Mm -hmm. They're 100% different. Like employment, you're still employed, so you don't have that self-employment mindset. Yeah. Like my my first real transition into self-employment was leaving the fire department um, and then those couple different jobs and then going into the handyman business. Mm -hmm. Like the handyman business was the first real self-employment, still is my self-employment to this day. And... You know, I left the fire department and I went and did car sales for a very brief time. And then I did marketing for, you know, a brief time for about a year or so. But to me, I, I see it going from like the fire department to the handyman. That to me is like the biggest. That was the big jump. The biggest leap, yeah. right? Like, yes, I, I went from the fire department and kind of went into car sales and went into marketing. But really, my mindset was like, I'm no longer a firefighter because after I left the marketing job, I was basically like, I'm done with firefighting 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I'm not going back. Because when yeah. I left the fire department the first time, or the only time, <laughs> um, there was still something in the back of my head that was like, I can go back to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. I, I could go back and do that again. But after I did car sales and after I did marketing, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to go back to that. I'm going to mm -hmm. do my own thing. And so for me, that's when that switch kicked in of like what made you make that decision of okay i'm not going back to be a firefighter a, a collective um just all of my experiences over all of the different things i had done right so like having the marketing having the sales 
having the uh, kind of construction background from flipping the homes, all of those things together was like, I feel like I'm really good on my own. Like, I feel like for me, I'm, I'm safe. I don't have to have a safe job to make chance safe. Mm. Like I, I can make my own living. I can make my own self-worth. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really the biggest key is like you, you have to really be okay with yourself a hundred percent to be self-employed. Right. Like, yeah. Cause it's all riding on you. Yeah. And in the fire department, um, I don't feel like I had that mindset yet. Mm -hmm. And so when I went and tried those other couple things and I started building my own, I would say self-worth, my, my own, um, independence, it was kind of like, okay, I, th I think, I think I can just go do my own thing. I feel like when I left the fire department, if I would have had the knowledge, um, of the sales and marketing, like right then and there, I would have gone straight from that into the handyman business. But specifically speaking, leaving from the marketing business and going to me starting my handyman business was um, kind of the, the biggest point of, okay, you're no longer going to get a check from anybody else. Mm -hmm. You have to create your own income. Yeah. You have to create your own schedule. You have to wake up in the morning. Your boss isn't going <laughs> to call and say, Hey, are you up? Uh -huh. You know, and those are the hardest things in self-employment for that first little bit, right? Is like, yep. Create creating your own schedule, building your own um, company, building your own mm -hmm. income, doing all of that is obviously the hardest. Yep. But what's funny is like you realize that 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 isn't even anything. Like that's just the beginning. Then you have to go through sales cycles, mm -hmm. and then you have to go through taxes, and then you have to go through hiring people. Like then it it, it honestly doesn't get easier. I mean, no. It, oh, no, it definitely doesn't get easy. You just get more comfortable with the uncomfortable things. Yes. Honestly, is all yes. it is like it definitely if anything, it, it gets harder, um, much, much harder. It yeah. gets harder. <laughs> it doesn't get easier. But you're so used to it at that point that it's it's like it's just another day. Yeah. It's, it's so used easier. to the constant change and and relying on on yourself. And um, yeah, that it it puts you in a, a different state of mind. Oh, yeah. Like what you were saying, you didn't uh, go into self-employment after the firefighter because you still weren't fully comfortable with jumping in mm -hmm. and being your own boss and yeah. confident that you can uh, take things to the next level. Um, but there's something that when you're self-employed and you're growing a company and you're hiring people, you're yeah. providing a service, you are going through all these challenges. Yeah. You learned very quickly that there's nobody above me that I can just throw this problem to mm -hmm. if I can't figure it out. Yeah. And so you learn to, at least in my case, love that situation yeah. where you're just constantly having problems and you're like, okay, I I can't just throw this to somebody, so I'm going to solve it. Yeah. And I'm not going to let it get to me. I just know I have to take action and I'm going to do this versus, you know, at a job. Um, whether we like to admit it or not, there's always that safety net of not only income, the comfort, yeah. but the comfort. Hey, if I can't solve this problem, if I don't know how we're going to hit budget, well, that's my director's problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then they Whatever. send it up not, to the, the owners and the investors and yeah. um, right. But when you, it's your thing, there's nobody you can throw that uh, that um, baton up to. It's yeah. you. Yeah. And the the thing that I 
I can say make self-employment easier is, you know, more partners, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. So it doesn't all rely on you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still your thing. Like no matter the stake in the company, if if you only own 10% of the company, it's still your thing. Yeah. You just have more um, people to help you with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's better, but you're still, if you're self-employment, that means you're the top dog. That means you're up there making all of the decisions that Mm -hmm. you can't, 100% rely on other people. You can have other people help you, which is what we love about BizWhip, right? We get to help other companies. But at the end of the day, if they're not committed to being self-employed and committing to growing their business, we can't do shit for you, honestly. I mean, we cannot help you if you don't want to grow yourself. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was when you came into the picture of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, SmartFix Handyman. I can honestly say, looking back, it it definitely made things easier, but at the same time, it made things harder because when you came in, we grew when we yep. <laughs> brought on more jobs and I had to build more of a professional look for the company and I mm-hmm. had to start holding myself in a different manner. Like it wasn't just me going out and, you know, knocking on people's doors and getting things. It was, you know, 10, 15 Google reviews that are saying, hey, you're a reliable company. Mm-hmm. You have a website that shows that you're a reliable company. So I have to back that now, right? Yep. It, it makes it easier in the aspect of I don't have to worry about work coming in all the time. Like we have reliable um, lead flow coming in, but it, it still doesn't like take away all of the uh, fear of self-employment. Like you, you can't totally get rid of that. Like that yeah. I feel like is always going to be there you just have to get comfortable with it Mm -hmm. and for most people that's why they don't make the leap i feel like like Mm -hmm. we're so used to i mean we're i was watching a tiktok the other day actually and it was about how schools almost like program us into becoming an employee like Mm -hmm. school doesn't teach you how to build a business right Mm -hmm. at all it teaches you that like when you need to raise yeah when you need to use the restroom raise your hand ask for permission go out and like it literally starts putting you in the mindset of there's someone going to be above me the rest of my life yeah and uh, not saying don't go to school it's just (laughs) that it stay in school kids yeah just you know have have the mindset that you can be at the top you can make your own decisions You, you and for so many, that's a, a fear for people because we're we're taught from a very young age. Like, that's that's not the way most people do it. Most yeah. people work for the bigger guy. Um, How did you overcome that? So you're totally right. Yeah. Throughout school, there's always somebody uh, that is leading us, telling us when school starts, when we uh, change classes, yeah. what subject to learn. And there's always somebody there if we can't solve a problem or we have trouble with our grades, then we go to somebody. Yeah. Self-employment, own your own business. It's Mm -hmm. totally different. How did you make that mental jump to be able to think of yourself not as somebody who would constantly be under somebody else, but somebody who could solve those novel problems by themselves and rely on themselves versus relying on somebody constantly uh, in front of them? I think making making that jump was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. And I say that very, very dramatically too, as in the fact of it genuinely was. Like so many people talk about how it's amazing to have your own business and 
the greatest <laughs> thing is to be self-employed. Yeah. And it's like, dude, for months, I I would literally lay in bed and like there were points where I just broke down and cried because I was like, yeah. what if I don't have work next week? Yep. What if I make no money next month and we mm-hmm. can't afford our home? You know, yeah. like things like that. Luckily at the time, Haley had a really good job, still does. And so it wasn't <laughs> that difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me still, it was like, I, you know, we might not get by if I don't bring it in. And so the mentality shift that I had to make was genuinely just being totally okay with, in my mind, for, for me personally, with everyone being upset with me and mm-hmm. nobody being um, proud of me. Because yeah. to me, as long as I knew I was proud of myself and I wasn't looking for other people to be proud of me, I could make my own stuff work. Yeah. Whereas I did the firefighting, um, I think, for longer than I wanted to because I wanted to make my dad proud. Mm. You know, and I did these other things because I wanted to make my friends proud of me. Yeah. And that switch to self-employment is like, I don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks about me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do me. Yeah. And I don't know how to describe like how I made that shift. It was just, it kind of just clicked. Mm. Like it, it was one day I was like, stop moping around the house and just get up and, and take charge. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I feel like that's, that is one of the biggest hurdles for a lot of people mm-hmm. is uh, and honestly, also one of the, um, you know, the the misconceptions about being self-employed, mm-hmm. like I feel like especially in today's generation, we have enamored entrepreneurs, yeah. business owners. Uh, we've put them in the limelight, you know, like these are the people of the current generation. Mm-hmm. However, looking at them also, we don't realize that, especially at the beginning, there is a lot of pushback from friends, family, yep. loved ones, uh, and even yourself because you're jumping out on a limb. You're not doing something that is safe or secure. You could lose everything. And also there's there's part of, of us all, I feel like, that whenever we see somebody doing something that we wish we could do by ourselves – we kind of get jealous it's almost like and then we look down exactly we resent them and for me personally i experienced that quite a lot i had friends who whenever um i really got into business and started to be successful that they would like stay friends with me but then they would constantly say stuff or like why are you why are you working so hard or you know, stop, stop doing this. Like you can always go back to college. Like, Oh, what about heck? Like software engineers make so much money. Yeah. And it is really hard stepping out into uh, self-employment by yourself and the people around you are not always that supportive until you hit it big. Then you'll have supportive people. But even then you'll still have the, the haters, the doubters who will try and pull you down because they have that resentment towards you because you were able to do something that they, that they uh, weren't confident enough in themselves to take that step yeah. out and do. Yeah. I think I, I'm i literally just now realizing what the switch was, and it was more specifically at BBM. You, your, yourself, uh-huh. and Robert were really big influences to me. Really? Neither one of y'all are 50, 60, 70 years old owning a company. <laughs> y'all are relatively young. Yeah. And 
it was a solid company. I mm -hmm. mean, it, it really, really was. And so I feel like the more and more I talked with you, you know, I talked with Robert some, but I talked with you more on, on the operation side of things. Uh huh. And I feel like realizing like, Hey, if this dude, my age can do it, <laughs> why can't I go do it? Yeah. Um, and I think for me that that was the switch because I've never had friends in my life that went out and did that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like even with my my dad, like he went out, he made his own company, but he still had his safety net. Yeah. And I I say all the time, and I've literally said it to my dad's face. I'm like, I feel like if maybe you would have left the fire department, it could have grown to a whole mm -hmm. another level. Yeah. Right. Because you would be all of your attention would be focused on it. Yep. Also, my dad's made an incredible life for himself, his family and everything. So I, I honestly don't think he should have changed a thing. But there is that kind of thought of like, what if he would have, you know, made mm -hmm. that little leap, right? And I really think that's when it kicked in was when I when I started talking with you more and was like, this dude owns a part of a freaking company, right? <laughs> He's the top dog um at this marketing firm why can't i go be a top dog yeah and it the cool thing was is it didn't take me a lot of influence to to like kick that in. i just needed one or two people to show me that it's possible yeah and um i think that's why i'm so passionate about BizWhip and why you're so passionate about it mm -hmm. is because it's like all you need is a little bit of motivation i feel like it's something yes yeah. like we just had that conversation um, with the the handy woman last week and it was like i feel like all she needs is a little edge like a little push right to get her over that hard spot you know here we're gonna give you a little bit um help and maybe you're not comfortable with sales maybe you're not comfortable with the marketing side whatever it is we're like we're here we'll have a meeting every single week like we're here to help yep and that is not um beneficial in the way of oh they're there to help it's beneficial in the way of well if they've done it I should be able to do it too. Yeah. And then being your partner just makes it that much easier. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But for me, it was specifically when, and I think I've said it four times now, so I'll only use one of them <laughs> when I edit it. But um, it was specifically when talking with you and Robert and realizing I, I should be able to do this myself. If they can yeah. do it themselves, why, why can't I? And that's, that's when I kind of kicked it into high gear and was like, let's go, let's go do this. That's awesome. Cause I feel like that's uh, that's something so common with a lot of people. What was it? I think it was it, the 1950s or early 1900s. There was um, a common belief that nobody could run faster than a four-minute mile. Have you heard heard about that? Yeah, 100%. Uh, and now we have dozens of people who have ran and consistently run a sub-four-minute mile. My dad was one of them. Did he really? 356. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. I'm I'm still in the six minute, but um, <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. Um, right. But in it all, it's not like people randomly just like popped up and started to do it. Yeah. It was one person. One person ran a submit four minute mile. Yeah. And then another person did it. And then another person did it. And then now like your dad has done it too. Yeah. So, so many people have done it. Yeah. And, you know, sports psychologists say that really it wasn't a body limiting factor. No, we could have it. ran a sub four minute mile in the early 1900s and the 1800s. Not to say nobody did. Yeah. It just wasn't recorded. Um, but then once we saw somebody else achieve it, we're like, oh, shoot, this is possible. Yeah. And with business, that's so common. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people look up to business owners and they think to themselves like I 
I don't know how they do it. I could never do this. It's impossible to to run a company at, you know, in my my mid 20s. I have to be at least 50 years old and yeah. have an MBA and yeah. have a billion dollars in Not the bank know. account before I can start up something. But no, you don't. Yeah. There are dozens, hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands probably of young business owners um, or business owners without any business experience who have started something up and they've made it work. Yeah. It might have been a more treacherous route because they had some learning to do, but they were able to do it. There's not a huge difference between a regular person and a business owner. There really isn't. There's two different mindsets. Ultimately. Yes. You know, you've got the, the and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be an employee the rest of your life and having nothing a safe, wrong at all. A safety net. Nothing by any means. We, we wouldn't have businesses if there weren't those people. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally just two different mindsets. So yes. like, if you have the mindset that, gosh, your boss is amazing and I can never do what he does. Like, I'm just so thankful for him. Like, then maybe that's your role. Like, mm -hmm. you're you're an awesome employee. You're great at what you do. But if if every time you look at your boss and you're like, God, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Like, mm, maybe you should explore that. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people don't because it's not yeah. normalized. Uh -huh. It's not normalized. And so many things today, way outside of business too, is is when we normalize things as a collective um, society in general is like it's all of a sudden it's okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't matter what the topic was. Like the second we all start normalizing something, it's like the four minute mile. Yep. The second people started doing it, it's really not that big of a deal anymore. Yeah. But I feel like our generation is starting to normalize that entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it's almost like some people look at it in a, in a downfall of like nobody wants to work anymore for their bosses mm -hmm. or whatever. And like in some cases, yes, you know, there's the, there's lazy people, but there's lazy people in every generation. Oh, yeah. Um, but in ours specifically, it's more of it's the fact that we have so many tools to our advantage now. We do that. The, the Internet has just exploded the opportunity landscape. Why can't you create your own yeah. business? Like you literally have, especially with AI coming out and all of that, mm -hmm. like you have so many tools to your advantage. Yeah. So many different businesses out there that are willing to help you. And so like, yeah, I feel like if, if you've had that thought of, hey, maybe I should go do my own thing, just go do it. Yeah. One thing that I found particularly helpful is when determining, because you're absolutely right, there's nothing wrong with being an employee. Mm -hmm. For certain people, like that is the best option for them. Like that for is sure. what makes them happiest. Um, and by all means, they should focus on that. Um, vice versa, there are some people who should uh, go and try to start their own thing. Yeah. Um, and what was really helpful for me was, I forget who said it, but the vision of your life is kind of like your North Star. So... Mm. They were talking about, um, oh, I don't know, I think it was uh, like Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, hey, if you want to help expand space exploration and help get us to a multi-planetary species, then um, you can either A, start up your own space company, or B, you can go work for a company with an amazing vision that aligns with yours, mm -hmm. and you can make an impact there. Yeah. So it's not so much... Like you have to start your own company yeah. to fulfill your vision. Yeah. But if there's not a company that aligns with your vision in your geographic area or, you know, wherever you want right. to be, then that's when you should start looking exactly. to take a step and to create that vision for you. 
Um, cause if we're not doing what we believe that our purpose on this, this earth is to do, you know, whatever space exploration or helping people fix up their homes yeah. and, you know, the, a lot of people have struggles with that, myself included. Yeah. Uh, I know how to use a hammer and a, <laughs> a screwdriver and that's about it. I yeah. don't ask me to mount my TV. And so like your vision is helping people do those things in their home right. and helping to simplify their life. Yeah. Um, so finding that vision, what is your vision, mission, purpose in life? And then just seeing, is there anybody I can partner with locally or, you know, where I am to fulfill that vision? If not, what would it look like to start my own thing and to try to do this myself? Yeah. And if you want to do it yourself, then the one thing that I've, I've got to say and we'll, we'll end on is the fact that, like, if you want to do it yourself, there's tons of people out there that can help you. you yeah. You don't have to rely on your family. You don't mm -hmm. have to rely on your friends. I didn't by any means. I think I had Haley and you. Yeah. And that's all it took. Mm -hmm. And and now now the smart fix is where it's at today. And now you and I are creating the biz whip. And it's just it's it's been a hell of a ride. 